And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look back at 2017 and a look ahead to 2018 with the president of APAS. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. The president of APAS describes 2017 as a difficult year for many farmers. Todd Lewis says weather made farming a big challenge this year. A lot of years you can have places as big as Saskatchewan, lots of weather variances and so on, certainly. Uh, south of the number one highway or the southern half of the province, there was certainly a lack of moisture. I mean, and the Regina area here really record record uh, low amounts of moisture for a growing season. And uh, But I think overall... People are pleasantly surprised with their yields, even if they were were reduced some, and uh, certainly the quality was above average, so that was a good news story. And, and, uh, you know, but you get up into the west central area, uh, northern part of the province, uh, Winyard area, up through there, there's some record crops, you know, really good yields and good quality as well. So overall, I think we're we're in the top five again for for, uh, actual tonnage that's getting moved this winter. So I think, you know, it was a surprising year and uh, certainly looking forward to more moisture and uh, more timely rains next next season, that's for sure. Grain movement this fall, though, has been a bit of a concern? Oh, certainly lots of concern. And and not only grain movement, but the movement of the legislation through through Ottawa has been stalled here in the Senate now, and it's uh, very disappointing. We've worked a long time to try to get this uh, new regulations in place, and it seems to be stalled now. And, you know, I think we need this bill to come forward, get passed, so we can put it into uh, into play now. If, if it's going to remain stalled, I think Minister Garneau uh, spoke earlier of stepping forward with maybe uh, enacting the old legislation short-term just to uh, ensure that we get good, get good grain movement because right now it's backing up in the country and producers are, you know, sitting on contracts or September-October contracts that are being filled. We don't have an opportunity to uh, haul it to the elevator. So it's, it's costing producers money and uh, certainly the merge at the coast is up again with boats waiting in line. And so it's uh, at the end of the day, farmers pay for all this and it's not a good situation. On another issue in 2017, both you and I had a very interesting visitor. You had the Prime Minister of Canada come down to the farm at Gray, and he came up here at 620 CKRM Studios to talk about farming. Well, it was a good opportunity just to, to do exactly that, talk about farming, and uh, he uh, had, ne- had never really spent much time on a grain farm before, so we were happy to host him, and uh, I think he, he he and Minister McCauley and uh, Minister Goodale were all, were all at the farm that day and out here gray at the rink and uh i think uh, they saw a side of rural saskatchewan certainly mr mccauley and mr trudeau had probably been very familiar with what actually goes on in a modern grain farming operation and uh, they seem to appreciate and, and we're pretty impressed with some of the stuff we do and some of the some of the ways we uh we manage uh, the land and, and our crops and so on and it was all about canola that day and it was uh, it was a good opportunity to tell them how uh, modern farm operates what do you see as the challenges for 2018? Well, I think we spoke of one already. The transportation issue doesn't seem to be going away. And uh, certainly water management, I think, is another one. Uh, uh, some emerging issues are long time, but they're finally coming to the front a little bit more. Things like club root and some of the phytosanitary issues there that associated with that and trying to curb its spread, I think, were a big part of our uh, some of our resolutions at our annual general meeting here in December. And I think, uh, you know, tied into that is some of the trespassing rules and so on. I think farmers are looking for some changes on the trespass legislation, and so we look forward to working with the government on that. And, and certainly, uh, businesses management review with the federal government, provincial government, crop insurance and agri-stability and agri-invest to ensure that those programs 
are uh, more effective for farmers and uh, look forward to the next six months and and uh, getting some of that those changes put in place hopefully and no I think overall uh, there's no lack of policy issues and just when we think we're maybe getting a handle on something like taxation comes up or changes like that or cash ticket deferral so there's, there's always uh, lots to work to do and lots of subjects to speak to. Reflect on commodity prices both grain and livestock uh, what's what's your outlook for 2018? Well yeah I think we're at the bottom but certainly on the low side right now uh I think cattle prices have, you know, I think they've they've kind of held their own, but certainly, uh, you know, not uh, being a livestock producer myself, but from what we've heard in our livestock committee and so on, they're, they're not great, but they seem to be hanging on. And, you know, the Canadian dollar is now down, not right now, so that helps our, our return at the farm gate. But certainly, uh, you know, with the decreased yields this year, low prices and uh, low yields aren't, aren't a very good combination, so... We're hoping uh, we can get some good movement and, you know, on all the trade issues as well, right? NAFTA, TPP, these are ongoing issues and uh, we sure hope that we can get some uh, movement on those files and see where agriculture still still remain as a strong part of our economy and it's uh, driven by trade, so those are important files to keep an eye on as well. So you're hoping for improved prices in 2018? Oh, I think anybody's looking for that. <laughs> Proof prices in uh, both cattle and grain would be nice. But, you know, markets, they, they have and flow with things like the uh, India situation with the 50% tariff is certainly a concern. And, and uh, we always, uh, but, you know, at the same time on the pulse side, we really welcome the, the uh, new fracturization plants domestically and so on. And, I mean, they're going to be a big, big part of uh, our industry going forward. And we won't be so dependent on trade with some of these other customers as well. So I think the the one figure I saw is that uh, when those plants are up and running, the, the new plants in Western Canada here, they'll be the third biggest user of uh, peas, for instance. So I think we've got uh, lots of good domestic opportunities here here now, and it's an ever-growing industry with our own domestic crush on the canola side as well. So I think uh, all those help with, uh, you know, in the long term of getting our products sold and, and into the world market. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS and Farms at Gray, southeast of Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Well, 2017 was certainly a challenging year for Saskatchewan farmers. The chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission, Bill Gale, says farmers faced a wide range of weather conditions, but were able to produce a relatively good crop in many areas of the province. Some areas having excess moisture in the springs and difficulty getting their crop in the ground uh, and uh, you know then uh, for a big part we had uh, a fairly large drought across the majority of, of Saskatchewan and, and certainly uh, uh, from the U.S. border up to uh, the Kapal Valley uh, you know there was a major drought so uh, you know I guess on the good side is you know everybody was seemed to be quite happy with the yields and, and, and surprised uh, so I, I think that says something to, you know, our farming practices and to the genetics of the crops that we've grown and, and uh, you know, hats off to the breeders and, uh, and scientists uh, at our breeding institutions across Western Canada for a job well done. And uh, so, you know, I, I guess, you know, the big thing now is just we're into an area of low prices and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, starting to, you know, the chickens are coming home to roost. Uh, you know, farmer share of the world price is down to what it traditionally has been. And, uh, you know, I guess getting 60 to 70 percent of 10 or 11 dollar wheat is far different than 60 to 70 percent of uh, 7 dollar wheat.
Let's look ahead then to 2018. What's the outlook? From first indications, I think uh, really we're looking at much of the same. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of difference. You know, you might want to talk to the Pulse guys a little bit on that. It sounds like possibly, uh, you know, we're having some problems with uh, with lentil prices and uh, the Indian uh, pea uh, embargo or tax that came in. The outlook for wheat producers in the coming year? Well, you know, we're seeing a smaller wheat crop in the United States. That, of course, coupled uh, with Russia taking on over the last two and I think probably going into the third year now of being the world's uh, largest wheat exporter. So we're seeing a shift in in, in production patterns uh, around the world. But again, you know, the world economy is, is, is in some areas getting a little stronger and, uh, you know, people are consuming, you know, wheat is still a, a very staple part of the human diet. So, and it will continue to be so. So it's certainly going to be, uh, uh, you know, a part of, of, of farmers' uh, rotations, I think. I guess the, the big problem is, 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 is prices are down. So uh, when prices are down, you know, that whole cost of production squeeze comes in. So, uh, you know, the fertilizer prices and and all of our inputs uh, come into play, and um, it's just going to be a little bit more difficult uh, stretching those dollars and uh, to try to get into some type of a, of a decent net farm income. You already touched on it by talking about price, but what are some of the other key issues farmers are facing in 2018? Well, I, you know, we've got uh, you know a different type of a president south of the border here, and that's causing some ramifications of of trade patterns, really, there's repercussions right across the world. So we're going to have to see how that continues to play out. The United States is is still a huge market for Canadian wheat in Durham. And uh, certainly Saskatchewan is, is, is a big player in that market. So we want to make sure that we don't have any uh, hiccups in that area. We need to make sure that we have a Canadian grain commission that's going to function in the best interests of farmers. We don't have a lot of market power anymore, Jim, and uh, so we're really starting to see that. There's some things that uh, we need to make sure that we can continue uh, to make sure that farmers do actually have some representation. So and that's an important role. And at Sasweed in particular, our, our new role at the Canadian International Grains Institute and uh, being involved in that whole strategic plan over the next uh, probably six months, and uh, we're going to see, uh, you know, probably a little bit different Siggy than, than than there over the last, you know, 20 years. So I think uh, that's something I'm kind of looking forward to be involved in. Bill Gale is the chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission and farms just north of Regina. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Canola fell $1.20 at $454.74. Oats went down $242 at $146.40. Number one red spring wheat declined $1.72 at $231.23. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $267.46. Feed barley, $174.63. Flax, $463.68. Yellow peas, $237.54. Feed wheat, $136.48. 
On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March spring wheat is down three and three quarter cents at six fifteen and a quarter a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. And the latest livestock re- report is a review of markets from earlier this month. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. No cattle sale here this week. The calf and yearling run is over until next year, January 8th. It starts again. D1 and 2 cows are up a dime, 80 to 90 cents for the most part. A few high yielders fetched a few cents more. D3 cows were 70 to 80 cents. Canner cows, 50 to 70 cents. Butcher bulls were up too and sold mostly from a dollar a pound to a dollar ten a pound, with some bringing as high as a dollar thirteen. Uh, this has been Roy Rutledge reporting. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,800 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 136 to 138 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 136 to 138 per CKG. 100 index directest weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, December 29th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 137.51. Ham's Cash 13601, Thunder Creek and Brickle 13854, and High Life 14189 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is higher, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.2588. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.86 cents US. The pork carcass cutout kept pace with bids for live supplies, gaining $1 per hundred weight and signaling firm demand. With the market more confident in its supply projections for 2018, factors affecting price risks are likely to come from the demand side. Our current market view is still optimistic, with domestic demand performing extremely well amid strong US economic growth and ideas of live hog prices benefiting from increased packer competition, with risks to prices coming from export demand. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies, wind northwest 30 kilometers per hour. Temperature falling to minus 27 this afternoon. Extreme wind chill, minus 46. Clear tonight, the low minus 38. Extreme wind chill, minus 48 tonight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. High minus 28. Extreme wind chill, minus 49. Saturday night cloudy, 40% chance of flurries, the low minus 36. Sunday sunny, the high minus 28, the low minus 32. Monday, New Year's Day, sunny, the high minus 22, the low minus 22. In other words, it's 20, minus 22 all day Monday. Sunny and windy on Tuesday with a high minus 18, the low minus 20. Wednesday sunny, the high minus 9, the low minus 16. Thursday sunny, the high minus 9. The normal high is minus 11, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.59 this morning. It sets at 5.02 tonight. Around the province, Estevan minus 24. Saskatoon minus 30. Swift Current minus 29. Weyburn minus 28. Yorkton is minus 31. In Regina, sunny minus 28. That's 18 below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 22, giving a wind chill of minus 42 this hour. Humidity 69%, barometer rising 104.2. Sunny Moose Jaw minus 27, winds are from the northwest at 19, gusting to 28. Once again, Regina Sunny minus 28, that's 18 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.